0: Welcome back to the True Face Podcast.
1: Hi, guys. Hello.
0: And we are still talking about anger, really, and a little bit of patience, because that's all we have, again. <laughs> uh, so we're in our second week, and this is our final week on patience and anger. And uh, I wanted to kick it off with a sports story. Why shouldn't we? Uh, <laughs> We've got a couple, I think. Yeah, I think I think this could be like the Almost All Sports podcast. That's not what you came for, but that's okay. That's what we're doing. we and I are going to bow out of this, but it's fine. (laughs) We often get into situations where maybe we think to ourselves, this is not me. This is not me at my best, certainly. And uh, one of those areas for me is on the soccer field. And if someone stops me from scoring a goal in soccer... Uh, in a way that I deem to be a foul, then I kind of lose my mind. (laughs) And it's always been true. And recently I was playing soccer with a bunch of people who are around my age or older. And we are not in our 20s. And (laughs) (laughs) it is a friendly game. And they ran into me. And I took uh, some umbrage with that action. And I may have said some things to him that were not in a Christian vocabulary. And I really, really got angry at him. And uh, one of the things that Proverbs fifteen eighteen says is a hot-tempered man stirs up strife. That could be person. Uh, in this case, it was a man. But he who is slow to anger quiets contention. And one of the things that happened out of that story is that I didn't really want to go back and play soccer for a while, which was a bummer. But I decided that I needed to go back and apologize. And I did. And I apologized um, truthfully. And he did not handle that well. And he decided to tell me about why I was still some of the words he had called me. And that wasn't fun. But um, it makes me not want to go back as much. So I kind of ruined this thing. But I've gone back a few more times. Well, my daughter's birthday is coming up. And I've always told her she could come out and play with me once she turns a certain age. And so this is that age. And I realize as she's asking if she can go play on her birthday, that I don't want to go because out of my anger, I have made a fool of myself. And even though I've apologized and I still have this kind of resonating sense of that I've kind of ruined something. And I thought about, wow, anger really can mess up your life. But this is a good opportunity for me to, to think about how do I move toward that person? Not how do I tell a good story to my daughter? How do I you know, improve myself? But how do I move toward that person? Because what I really want now is I want to have fun and I want to be kind of reconciled to this person. And so um, that's what I've been thinking about lately is how does God reconcile or how does he redeem when we've done something foolish, um, when we've done something hot-tempered, And how can I quiet contention now with the opposite side, which is being slow to anger? So just something I'm pondering and I don't have an answer for.
2: David, I thought you were going to tell us a soccer story about the time that guy punched you. I said, that's the I, one. I,
0: I could have I could have pulled out. It's that a one. different story. Yeah. We'll do that another time. I thought I David
3: only had
2: one soccer oh, no, oh, no, angry no. story. He's got a
0: couple, I remember. If you could see me right now, it's a podcast. Uh, you could see the places on my face where I have large scars on three of the four sides of my mouth where I got punched so hard that I got knocked out. And wow. I woke up thinking where am i <laughs> i'm in a lot of pain
3: <laughs> and that's where the verse from last week comes in where he says i will not repay evil i have waited because for the I'm lord the to deliver me, and the lord didn't
0: show up Maybe. or what what were you well, saying my friend took me to the emergency room but that so so that's that a start be, right yeah, there i mean you know it's a good difference. way to not
1: be able to repay evil is when you can't get up yeah yeah
0: I had to pay the hospital, but <laughs> couldn't pay for any evil.
2: Uh, uh, this, this podcast isn't going to be much on big stuff, these great stories, but I just have to tell the story of how a hasty temper exalts folly. Just have to tell it. I, I've only been kicked off a golf course once in my life, <laughs> thankfully. And it, wasn't my yeah, and it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. A friend of mine and I, we had invited a, a national known speaker for high school kids to come to phoenix to do a conference and uh we didn't know he had a temper until we played golf with him and he got mad after every shot he missed and it was kind of getting irritating and i don't remember sixth or seventh hole he missed his chip shot and he buried his five iron in the green which is like nobody ever does that and the ranger was behind us Mm -hmm. and the ranger said to us you have to leave the golf course and this guy, talk about a hasty temper, he went after this guy. And he went friend, after
3: the ranger. Yeah.
2: And well, my, f- my <clears throat> friend and I literally had to wrestle him to the ground and hold him down and kept screaming to the ranger, you've got to get out of here, you got to get out of here. <laughs> For 10 <laughs> minutes, he tried to get after that guy. And I, I don't know how you would feel. We lost a bit of confidence in him that day. <laughs> just <laughs> just the, the folly of that day cost him an awful lot. Of his own reputation, but it's a silly story. But it has incredible power to it. Just that that ability. And and David, different than you and your heart, you're talking about wanting to get reconciled, and you want to do that. That's your heart. He had none of that in mind. He just wanted to get even. Whew. I mean, wow. And Natalie, you have a sports story. It's about you. You told us. Come on. Not a specific story, just, um, you know, a few yellow cards from getting angry. (laughs) A (laughs) few (laughs)
3: yellow cards, yeah.
0: (laughs) There's just, you always get mad at the rest because, like David was talking about last week, if something is not as it should be or it's not right... And if they make the wrong call, you're like, that's not the right call. That was definitely in, where are your glasses? And so then you get angry at them <laughs> and, and you passionate. say, just in that
1: tone, right? Where are your glasses, Yes, sir? <laughs> very polite, not here yeah. in the moment. <laughs> Good
0: not sir. we're out our glasses.
2: <laughs> but, but I asked you if you ever got a red card, and I you didn't. said
1: I, you they, did not. They started to pull out the red card,
2: just to kind of give me a little she warning. She said that they
1: would just kind of start flashing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you better calm, calm down, you redhead. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, That's at least we always story. have that to fall back on, Natalie. We always have an excuse. For it's true.
0: <laughs> it's true. What I've learned so far is that I have many, maybe have learned, l- lost some confidence from our our uh, listeners. Uh, <laughs> that I might, yeah. So we um, we've gone through quite a few verses. We went through chapter twenty twenty two. Do not say, "I, I will repay will Wait for the Lord, and He will deliver you. Twenty five fifteen. With patience, a ruler may be persuaded, and a soft tongue will break a bone. That one really weirded us out. And mm, yeah. Bruce, you were—I uh, was noticing asking Brittany, that. what does that mean? Yeah,
3: what, what, what does that mean? Because Brittany has an answer for it. And it's a different. Like your bones might have been broken in different ways. <laughs> it was by being punched. Yep, yeah, by being punched. No tongues. This is a different, <laughs> a different idea.
1: Yeah. Well, I actually—it was funny that Bruce said. If, uh, just kind of asked about that verse cause it was one of my favorites that we pulled. Um, and it made me think of just recently I was in a situation where someone had really hurt me. They had done something like very specific that then they had to tell me about, um, that they knew would really hurt me. And I was thankfully in a position where I could step away for 15 minutes or so and kind of think and, um, Brie happened to also be in the situation, so I got to talk with her and kind of reground. And, um, that person was so ready for me to be angry when we finally talked about it, um, that they were already, they were already a little defensive when they first told me what they had done. Um, and because I knew that in that situation, I was actually in an identity area for this person, I knew, all right, this is, what I say really matters and how I respond really matters. And it's going to tell you something about who you are and what your worth is. And I am incredibly hurt and devastated, but I'm not going to play that game. Um, and a lot of that is from working here and knowing how powerful those identity statements are. Even when you're angry and you know, I had like seven things I knew I could throw like a grenade that would be sound pretty true and would just blow this person up later. Um, and instead, I, I decided to be really affirming. I tried to be really honest about how I felt and how I was affected, but I refused to yell. I refused to accuse them of things. I refused to do what they, I think, really would have been more comfortable with me doing, of being angry at them and being against them. But instead, in as much gentleness as I could muster, I tried to just come alongside them while saying, I am devastated right now by your actions and, and to watch that crumble them because they didn't have any defensiveness against that, that soft tongue, that, that gentleness coming towards you that I watched that really break their heart in, in the good way of being able to feel the effect of what they had done as opposed to be needing to defend themselves or or argue for their worth or their rightness or whatever, because I wasn't coming after that. And, um, and I've had people do that to me before where it's so disarming when someone comes at you with gentleness, when you expect anger, you expect them to shout or say mean things or whatever it is. And instead they come to you with gentleness. And it, I think that will break your heart in an entirely different way. And that's, that's how I read that verse of a soft tongue will break a bone.
2: (laughs)
3: Well, that's well said good example, very well said. I think too, that when it, all these verses seem to be talking about slow to anger, and yet it it reminds me of the verse in the New Testament where it says don't don't let the sun go down on your anger on your wrath uh, so to me, part of being slow to anger is to being a little bit more of a in a hurry of addressing those conflicts in our lives that have hurt us and like you said mm. you went and you said i'm i'm devastated by this um, you took care of it before it, it sort of took over you and mm. it became a resentment in your life and i think a lot of anger is has built up over weeks months years Amen. has not been resolved through forgiveness or repentance and conversation like you were having And that's part of the hope of the gospel as well i i I love the beauty of how jesus is the answer to these verses that were written centuries earlier Mm. um yeah in redemption
1: yeah Mm. because one of the reasons that i could the only reason that i could approach that person that way of of being gentle of not you know throwing grenades was because of jesus because Mm -hmm. i knew I maybe couldn't feel it entirely in the moment and, you know, we have waves of believing it and not. But to know that that didn't have an effect on my worth, that that wasn't a commentary on who I was or I didn't need to defend my value, that meant that I could share how I was hurt. I didn't need to get angry and protect myself because I knew that Jesus can protect me. Now, I'm bad at that a lot of times. This is an anomaly situation Mm -hmm. where I was able to grasp Mm -hmm. it in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's all part of maturing. So
3: it's very helpful, breaking
0: those cycles. Yeah. So Take courage to address the conflicts of life because God wants us to, and he knows that we can do it with dignity, as we were talking about last time. And it's so right that that may be one of the key pieces to also being slow to anger. We will see you next time next on the Dreamspace podcast.
1: See you guys.